0: Hi, my name is Queen Zawaya Counts, and I would like to welcome you to my podcast, Miss Z's Storytelling. Today's podcast is dedicated to the memory of George Floyd, who will be buried on today in his hometown, Houston, Texas. I would like for us to take a moment of silence as I read to you. The list of the names of those who have died from police brutality starting with Trayvon Martin age 17 2012 Tamir Rice age 12 2014 Michael Brown age 18 2014 Eric Gardner 2014 Sandra Bland, age 28, 2015, Freddie Gray, age 25, 2015, Alton Sterling, age 37, 2016, Philando Castile, age 32, 2016, Botham Jean, age 26, 2018, Atatiana Jefferson, age 28, 2019. Amad Aubrey, age 25, 2020. Doug Lewis, age 39, 2020. Brianna Taylor, age 26, 2020. George Floyd, age 46, 2020. Now, I am sitting outside enjoying nature. The wind is blowing through the trees, so I do apologize for all the noise that you're hearing. But I wanted to come outside. I wanted to breathe in fresh air. I'm given this chance to do that. The names that I just called off will never have that opportunity to breathe will never have that opportunity to breathe like I'm breathing. I believe the thing that really affected America the most and especially mothers, not just black mothers, but mothers all over the world, to hear a man, a grown man, a 46 year old man, call out for his mother as he lay there dying maybe he saw his mother cuz his mother had died two years prior maybe he saw his mama and she was coming to get her son that is what I would want to believe that she was coming to get her son to come and take her son away from all this pain and from everything that was going on this is what I feel I don't know how anybody else may see this, but this is the way that I see it. This is the way that I am taking this in. I have a son. I love my son. And when he's out driving around or hanging out with his friends, and he's a grown man, he's in his 30s, I don't ever want to receive that call that my son died from police brutality. I don't ever want to receive a call that my son was shot for mistaken identity. I don't ever want to receive that call because that is a call that no parent want to go through. Whether you're black or whether you're white. We don't want to go through this. And it's hard. I am married to a white man and I love him dearly and we sit and we talk about certain things that we've been through. And I'm older than him. And I was trying to avoid having a conversation with him about some of the things that I went through. But I had to tell him what had happened to me so that he could understand why I felt so passionate about what I was saying. I asked him a question. Have you ever been walking across the street, minding your own business, and somebody yells out the window, a white person yells out the window and tell you, hurry up and get across that street, you nigga. Has that ever happened to you? And there's nothing that you can do about it because you're trying to walk across the street, you're following the rules, you're following everything, but somebody just yells that to you out the window. Or living in the projects and being harassed by the police every day when you are not doing anything. Every day I got harassed by a police officer. We used to call him RoboCop. And he would stop me. The moment I drove past that government sign. he would stop me. Where you going? Why are you stopping me? I need to search your car because I was told you had illegal weapons in your car. I don't have illegal weapons in my car. He searched my car and found a steak knife and threw it on top of the car and said, boom, there it is, a steak knife an illegal weapon. So I backed my car back and I was like, why the fuck are you harassing me? This officer told me, don't you know it's against the law for you to curse on government property? Against the law for me to curse on government property Yes, it's against the law like this type of behavior Happened from this cop all the time and it got so bad That I got in contact with the local news station and they were willing to ride around with me to stop this officer from harassing me they even gave me a list of my rights that I could read to this officer whenever he stopped me. And that is what I had to do. It got so bad that I moved. And I'm going to tell you the reason why this officer chose me to harass. He was running after this guy, and it was a little a kid, a teenager, and he was running running he ran, he was running past the block and a police officer was running after him and all I thought was that that police officer was gonna shoot him because his hand was on his gun and I yelled run 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 and the police officer never caught him but I don't know if the guy committed a crime All I saw was this police officer trying to pull his gun out. And I thought he was going to shoot this boy in the back. And that's why I screamed, run. And ever since I screamed, that particular police officer made it his business to constantly keep harassing me. Constantly. There would be times where he would just come out and park his car Right in front of my door. And just sit there. Nothing was being done. No crime was taking place. But this was harassment. And so I'm quite sure there are others who could go on and on and on and on. And I'm quite sure that some people are tired of hearing about it. I'm quite sure that people are tired of seeing it. But we got to make a change. We've got to stop. I've seen where people have said we've got to vote, we got to vote, we got to vote, we got to vote, we got to vote. But in order for us, even as Black Americans, to understand the importance of voting, you have to give us some examples that when we do vote for certain people to be put into office, that the laws and the rules are changed. It's got to be even if you're a Democrat. Democratic person, Republican, you know, you're, you're you're you believe in liberal rights, whatever, even if you are independent, if we do not get out and vote, the same people can still hold office. We have to research and learn who these people are that are running for office and what these people stand for. And do we agree with it? I hated the looting. I hated seeing death. I hated seeing innocent people getting shot. I hated that. Whether it was a police officer or anybody else. I hated seeing that. Because a life is still a life. But it is wrong. And we are tired of it. I see thousands of People out there marching. All kinds of people from all different nationalities. From all different walks of life. Whatever that person' reason is or whatever their purpose is, I have no idea. But I'm hoping that it is seen that something has got to change. Because the next time someone is murdered or killed and they're innocent, and they're begging for their life. I believe that it'll end up being something more violent the next time. We do have these other groups out here that are breaking windows. That are taking advantage of the situation. That are burning the American flags. But we all are Americans. We are Americans. I remember one time I went to the Bahamas and I had dreads in my hair and I was walking around you know just minding my business and later on that evening I decided to go to a party and when I got there someone said oh so you're the dread-headed American. They said it was an American hair with dreads. They didn't refer to me as a white American or a black American. They just said a dread-headed American. But we separate. Years ago, when I was calling myself becoming a woke or calling myself becoming conscious, the people that were teaching me were teaching me to hate white people. And I was down for the cause. Like, no one could tell me that anything about a white person, because I felt like they was all out to get me. And then I met my husband, and he changed things for me. I began to change, and I fell in love with him. And all my friends, like, not all of them, but some of my friends that I dealt with, when they found out that I had married a white man, they stopped talking to me. They did not want to have anything to do with me. Another situation happened where I had this friend that I worked with. We were very cool. She was white. We had a lot of fun. And one day she had a party and she wanted me to come to her party. I went. It was way out in the country. The next day, you know, Sabrina came to work. She had a black eye. I asked Sabrina what was wrong and Sabrina told me that her boyfriend had beat her up because he did not know that all this time when she was talking about her best friend that I was black and she said they took her to a barn and tied her up and he slapped her around and told her that she was not allowed to talk to me Anymore, and it was him and a few other people that came to the party and saw me there, and I felt so bad for her. She ended up quitting a job and finding another job, but it was hard because they said she couldn't hang out with me. So we've got to stop this. We we really got to end this period if you hire police officers who are undercover KKK who are who hate blacks who hate anything that's not white homophobic who hate anything that's not white then when they do arrest a person that is not white that person will suffer at the hands of brutality because they believe that they are safe hidden behind a badge. So we gotta stop this. I urge everybody who has lis- who listens to my podcast who listens to this one in particular that you wake up And that you acknowledge that this is going on. And don't turn your head. Don't turn the other cheek. Because this is real. This is real. And sometimes when you're growing up as a Christian. And you're growing up a certain way. You're told, oh, let God handle it. But how long do we have to sit back and say that? How long do a person have to sit back and say, let God handle it? When you see this brutality. When you see what is happening, and it's got to stop. It goes both ways. It goes both ways, and we have got to teach our children to not hate, to to not even be jealous of what somebody else has. To stop picking on a kid who has to wear... Just stop bullying. I don't even want to say who has to wear the same clothes. But just somebody who is not as fortunate. And it's got to stop. I am 55 years old. I have lived... Well, I'll be 55 in December. But I have lived through the Rodney King protests... Those names that I listed the protests that happened for them but this one this particular protest that took place it went across the ocean it went to other lands and I don't think not, not so much as because they saw how he was killed but this type of brutality is All over the world. And it's something that has to stop. And it is something that has to end. Like I said, my name is Queen Zawaiya Counts. I would like to thank you for listening to my podcast, Miss Z's Storyteller. Next week I will conclude this season. And I hope you come back and listen.